0: What's up guys? Hello. <laughs> Welcome to Milk It. I'm Preston. And I'm Jake. <laughs> wow, enthusiastic, Jake. <laughs> um, alright, so today we're talking about underrated movies. <laughs> Sorry, I'll stop. (laughs) Underrated, underappreciated movies. Buckle down, because this is a six-hour episode. Six and a half hours. Um, So, yeah, we're going to just jump right into it. We both have five. We're going to kind of go back and forth um, with those and briefly talk about those. Um, So, with that being said, I'll go first, or you want to go first? You go first. Okay, I'll go first. Um, I'm going to go ahead and kick it off with Memento. It's a good movie. Uh really good movie. Momentum. Um just as a like I guess like a, a warning. Oh. A quick like <laughs> brief warning. Are you gonna spoil it? No, no, no. I I will I no, there's not gonna be any spoilers in this episode I don't think. Um but just I'm not recommending anything. Um some of these movies <laughs> that we're talking oh. about. Yeah, have profanity and stuff like that like and they're they're not like gee um also
1: so yeah also you know do what you want but uh, yeah we're not not telling you what to do we're not Um, saying um, like don't watch it we're not saying watch it disclaimer maybe don't watch all of these movies with your four-year-old also watching that's all we're saying
0: yeah. Oh, nice. Nice notification. <laughs> nice notification. <laughs> Let me plug those guys back in so y'all don't hear that anymore. All right. Well, so with that being said, with Memento. With that being said, yes. All right, so Memento, Um, I think this one's underrated because, first off, I've said Memento like four times, and I'm sure that anybody that's listening is going to be like, I have no idea what he's even talking about. Uh, if you know my friend, Christopher Nolan, we're friends, so it's okay. Um, <laughs> I know him. <laughs> He uh, he directed uh, the Dark Knight trilogy and um, my favorite movie, The Prestige, mm-hmm. um, along with some like really good movies. We talked about Interstellar a few episodes ago. Um, so, it, it, I mean, he's just really good. This is actually one of his first movies that he did um, back in 2000. Um, super good movie. Most people haven't even heard of it. Um, But what makes this movie so fun to watch and so interesting is it's not super action-packed like um, an Inception where you're like constantly like, whoa, that's crazy, that's trippy. Uh, But it's one, if you follow along, blows your mind. Um, And so uh, it's just
1: one of those that's like, it's just really good. I would say something about Memento and other Christopher Nolan movies is if you get really into it, when you're watching it the first time, as soon as you get to the end, it's like, I have to watch that again. (laughs) Because you get to the end, and basically there's something at the end that reveals what actually was going on the entire time. And knowing that, it's like, well, now I have to watch it all again with that in mind. (laughs) And I think that's really cool. I think it's a cool directing thing that he does. So that's really prominent in Memento. It's done really well.
0: Yeah. Um, But just like a, a brief thing that makes it so cool is the main character's dealing with like short term memory loss. So that that's just like a preface. So you're kinda like watching it knowing like as much as he does, basically. Yeah. Um so he like takes pictures of everything. Yeah, it takes pictures, post notes, all types of different stuff. So really good movie. Definitely worth a watch. Um yeah, it's a yeah. good one.
1: Um all right. First one for me. Uh and If you guys know me at all, you're probably not going to be surprised if you don't know what any of these movies are, but I don't really care, especially about this one, because it is so good. (laughs) This is a childhood movie of mine called Shaolin Soccer, and it is a Chinese movie. Um, It's basically a kung fu movie. I love kung fu movies, Um, especially anything having to do with Jackie Chan. This movie does not have to do with Jackie Chan, but it's a kung fu comedy, which is the best. Um... It is about um, this guy who is kind of like down on his luck in China, and he, uh,
0: he's,
1: not, he's not necessarily like the richest guy ever, but he... Alright, so uh, my first one on my list is a movie called Shaolin Soccer. And this is a Chinese movie. It's, uh, it's basically like a kung fu comedy, which is one of the greatest genres ever. Um, so is I, that really a genre? Oh, yes, it is. Kung fu comedy? Oh, yes. So if you've ever seen any old Jackie Chan movies, then you definitely know what I'm talking about. Can it be kung fu comedy? So can it be a
0: comedy with a K so that it can be like, oh, yeah, my favorite genre is KK?
1: Sure, if you'd, if you'd like to make it that, you Sweet, can. thanks. I feel much better now. So, Shaolin Soccer is super cool. It's a movie about, I think it came out in the 2000s. It was either that or the late 90s. Um, it's about this guy who's kind of down on his luck in China. He's a young guy who loves soccer, and he's, <laughs> he's known as Golden Leg. And he, is, wait a minute. Is, is the entire movie in Japanese? it's chinese <laughs> but yeah that too I've, I've always watched the the dubbed version but um oh i feel awful now i can't remember if the main character or a different character is named golden leg but the point is that they they each have every character in the movie has like a different like superpowery thing that they can use to play soccer better so it's like they all know kung fu and they know like slightly different styles of kung fu that's like their superpowers it's like a comedy like some of them can like fly in the air like and and like jump over stuff and um one of them can kick unbelievably hard and one is that of them, golden leg that's golden leg and um like one of them is the goalie and he looks exactly like bruce lee and he bruce lee and he's he, it, the whole thing is crazy and it's just really goofy and funny the funniest thing about that type of movie is just how extremely goofy it is in a way that's like It's like just not like American comedy. It's like, what is going on in these people's minds? Um, It's great. And I've always had an appreciation for Chinese stuff like that. And that one is a a big part of my childhood. So Shaolin Soccer, go look it up. Interesting. All right. um, I'm actually going to skip around on my list.
0: Uh, I'm going to jump down to Minority Report, uh, which is actually Tom Cruise. Um, And that that one's really cool because uh, basically it's set in the future um they have these oracles which if you know anything about like greek mythology or anything like that oracles like could tell the future mm-hmm. um and so they have these like oracles that tell them when a crime is about to take place and where so if you have any type of premeditated like crime they're going to arrest you before you commit the crime mm-hmm. super cool concept um so definitely worth a watch because i think at the beginning of the movie it like walks you through like Tom Cruise going through the process of catching somebody um and so like you know any type of like premeditated homicide they they they'll arrest you before you do it type of thing um and so it's it's really cool um and basically um Tom Cruise gets like in trouble or they think that he's like premeditating something and he's like, no, I'm not. Like, what is going on? And so now they're, like, after him. Um, but it's really cool. Definitely another one that's, I think, worth a watch. Definitely one of his more underrated movies um, from the recent, like, 2000s. I think that one was probably, like, 2003, 2004-ish yeah, era. Um, but that
1: one's really good. Um, and, like I said, definitely worth a watch. So Well, cool. Um, the second one on my list is a movie from a few years ago uh, I think it came out in 2011 it's a movie called Hannah um, and it is really really cool it's about yeah it's that old. 2011? Yeah. I didn't realize that um, there's now a TV series about it that I started watching and it's also really good but um, it is about this girl named Hannah who was raised in the woods by her father because her dad had to take her away from society in order to protect her from some people that wanted to kill her and so he raised her like, out in the wilderness in, um, I don't remember where it is, but it's somewhere mountainous and really snowy, and he basically teaches her how to survive, and um, she's kind of like a little killing machine, but she never interacts with people. So she's really good at, like, hunting, and she can fight because he taught her how to fight and all of this stuff, and basically in the movie, she um, she has to go and confront the people that actually want her dead so basically in she's a complete boss as well she's a complete boss and it's it's really really dope the way that it's done and it's also cool because it's not quentin tarantino but it has a little bit of a tarantino feel to it just with like if you know what i'd if you know what i'm talking about with like the way that it's paced and the way that um tarantino uses action and violence and stuff um not just for the sake of doing that but in order to actually add, like, quality content to a quality movie, it's done like that. So it's not just, like, an action movie where you would go and see it just because you want to see some killing, you know, like Americans do, um, and you know, myself included. But it's a little bit better than that is what I'm saying. It's, it's a lot richer than that, and it's, like, a cool story and really well done. So I like Hannah a lot. It's cool. Nice. Um,
0: all right, so uh, we'll jump back up to the top I guess I'm just gonna go back and forth. <laughs> um, so my next one's called Repo Men. Uh, have you ever heard of this? I have. So it's I think I want to say Jude Law is in it, um, and basically uh, another one that kind of takes place in the future. I think all of mine take place in the future, except Memento. Um, it takes place in the future, and people you know today get like knee replacements and stuff like that. Well, these people get organ replacements and and stuff like that. But if they can't make payments on it, then these guys are repo men, and they go to repossess wow. the
1: organs. Yeah, I haven't seen it, so I don't know the premise. But yeah, it's cool. it's interesting
0: um, because I th- I think they're like prosthetic organs. Like it's not like yeah how they would do now like a like an actual like transplant. a kidney transplant or anything like that. It's like a artificial like Oregon gotcha um and they cost like an outrageous amount of money um and so like people they come and like repossess them and stuff like that and it's I mean it's fairly violent but like uh it was so good like I was watching it and I was just like whoa a uh, little twist and turn here and there um but overall like I mean Really good movie. I actually, my anatomy teacher is the one that, sorry, <laughs> just hit the table, I don't you? My bad. Um, so my anatomy teacher at Greenville Tech was the one that suggested it, and I had never heard of it. Um, and so my sister, uh, a lot of y'all know that I have a ton of movies. Um, my sister actually used to have more movies than I did. Um, back in the day and apparently she has this movie and never told me about it because she's just some type of sick psychopath <laughs> that doesn't want me to enjoy good movies I guess um, but my teacher told me or told us about it and she was like y'all should go check it out and so I was like oh okay I'll, I'll have to remember that and I was like at a pawn shop like I always am um, true. and just like happened to come across this movie and I was like Repo man why does that sound so familiar I was like wait a second and, like, read the back of it, I was like, oh, my goodness, this is what my teacher was talking about. And it was a dollar, so I was like, I'm going to get it and watch it. So I got it and watched it and loved it. Um, so, yeah, that one was really cool. I think you'd like that one. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, it's definitely worth a watch. It has, um, Whit Um, what is his name? I can't think of his name right, right now. It's like Jude Law and something Whit Um... Hold on. If you hear typing, it's definitely me looking it up. Him. <laughs> that guy. Um, what? Forrest Whitaker. Uh, And Jude Law. Whitaker? Wh- whatever. <laughs> Whit- Whitaker, Whit- Whitaker. I thought, Whit- okay? Whit-taker. <laughs> <laughs> I thought there was two
1: Ts, okay? Whitaker. I thought there was two Ts. Alright, my bad. If you guys have heard any of our previous episodes... Then you know that Preston's illiterate. <laughs> so, <laughs> Do you listen to anything? He's this season? doing his best to try and read. So. <laughs> if, you, if you
0: know anything about this season so far, you should expect me to at least mispronounce two he, things in episode. He
1: only watches movies, never reads a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly accurate, actually. So, um, so next one for me, uh, jump into a little bit of a different genre <laughs> with this one. Um, this is Spinal Tap. So this is a fantastic movie. It's one of my favorites ever. About it's, it's about a fictional English rock band. And so this is an 80s movie, and it is what you would call a mockumentary. So it's a fake documentary that's making fun of something. So this movie is about um, these three guys that are in this fake British rock band called Spinal Tap. The Beatles, oh. <laughs> no, not the Beatles. So, um, the music from the movie is actually made by them, and in real life, they kind of became a band because of the movie. And it's really meta and weird. But in the movie, they're not a real band. Um, in real life. In the movie, they're a band. <laughs> it's, it's confusing. But it is about this band called Spinal Tap. I think I'm following <laughs> you. So, anyway. Um, it's about a band that is kind of out of their prime so at one point they were super famous and like these rock and roll stars and then at the time of the movie when the documentary is being made they are like down the road in their career getting a little bit less popular not releasing as good stuff and it's just funny it follows them along like as they go on tour and like just interact with regular people and stuff and it's really funny because it makes fun of um rock and roll in general in a way that's like not like actually making fun of it just like haha <laughs> <laughs> this is like this is like what it's like to be in a rock and roll band. And yeah. It's funny for me especially because I have some friends that are in a band a lot like that and they're trying to get famous and it's funny the parallels because they literally could be the people in this movie it's so funny. Um <laughs> but I'd uh, I love rock and roll and it is a movie catered to people that like rock and roll and it's just hilarious for that reason. It's like there's so much funny about like the way that you dress and yeah. what you put on a rock show and all this stuff, especially in the eighties, so it's hilarious and you should check it out. This is Spinal Tap.
0: Yeah, well I was about to ask if that was like a, a real band, which I think you covered at the beginning, not let very me, clearly. Let me let
1: me explain it a lot more clearly than I did. Fake band they, in the, real life. The movie is about a band, which is not originally a band in real life. But, then they but became, because of the movie, they, became they a released band. music.
0: Okay. Okay. That that makes sense because I was like, when I saw, I think I've heard of this, and I thought it was an actual like documentary, like a, you know, This Is and It that, with Michael Jackson. It's, or,
1: it's not that. It, yeah. It is a pretend documentary <laughs> to I be get funny. <laughs>
0: well, real quick,
1: while I'm thinking about it,
0: I saw yesterday, which I texted you about um, which is kind of funny. I saw yesterday yesterday, yes, you did um, and it was really good. um I would consider it probably this year's most underrated movie um just from the fact that um it's about the beatles and or it's about the beatles music mm-hmm. um and if you haven't looked up a trailer or seen anything by it. You should definitely look up the trailer and check that one out. That one was really good. Um, But basically, everybody, like, something happens and everybody forgets who the Beatles are. Or, no, not that they just didn't, like, not just that they forgot. Like, they never existed. Um, But along with that, there's several other things that don't exist in this, like, alternate parallel universe type of thing that happened. But it was really good. Um, The music in it was really good. Um, Cool. So, that was just a quick side note. Um, so, on to my next one is a movie that you said that you don't think you've ever heard of is In Time. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Um, Tell me. Dude, phenomenal movie. Um, so, it's actually uh, Justin Timberlake mm. and Amanda Seyfried, maybe. Um, and, basically, instead of being paid in money, they get paid in time.
1: Oh, shoot, I have seen it.
0: I forgot the title.
1: Yeah, no that's a cool movie. That movie is awesome. Where they have the numbers it's on their arm. Super underrated. Yeah, that's a good movie.
0: But a really good movie. Um yeah, yeah it's so good. Basically, uh, you work and you get paid with time. Uh once your time runs out, you die. Yeah. Um there you have the it's kind of like a um a Hunger Games where you have different districts. And to get into, like, the districts, like, each district that you go towards the, like, capital city or whatever, uh, you have to pay, like, more and more. And so, like, the really, really wealthy people that have, like, millions of lifetimes um, live in, like, the capital city, and they are able to move in and out easily because they have so much time. Um, And so just that whole concept about how, like, like it's just really cool to see like the fact that time is is super important in that like Like scenario yeah it is great yeah um and like one of my favorite scenes is like an arm wrestling scene Hmm. because they arm wrestle because if you transfer money to each other yeah you turn your arm and so as soon as like he turns his arm or something like that like that's when you start to like lose yours, and it like drops pretty quick. Like drops your time put really quick. But that scene is like one of the coolest scenes. That cool. Um, but yeah, that one. I said I'm not recommending any movies. That one I would definitely recommend because yeah. that one's just really cool. Got a really like solid cast: Justin Timberlake, and Amanda Seyfried. um Olivia Wilde's in it. Um, several really good people. So. And people don't age; they stop aging at twenty-five. That's right. Yeah. So, yeah. So, like, instead of you having like a bunch of old people walking around, like everybody's like the same age.
1: Hmm.
0: So that 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 is kind of weird from the standpoint of like Justin Timberlake, his mom is Olivia Wilde, and like they look like he looks like he's older than her, but they're both like twenty-five,
1: but she's older. Yes. It's it's interesting. It's cool. So, yeah. yeah. Great movie. Um, all right, next one for me is an action movie called Leon the Professional. You said this was on your list of things the to watch. Movie, yeah, yeah, my watch list. Um, so this is this movie was in 1994, and it's much more of just a pure action movie. It's a gangster movie about a guy who, um, he is like a, uh, he's a hitman, and he comes across this girl that he has to then like take care of, um, like a girl from a like underprivileged family that somehow they they get connected, and it, that girl is actually Natalie Portman, and she is way younger in this movie than she is yeah. probably a lot of things you've seen her in because it's nineteen ninety four, and so she's like a teenager, and she goes along with him, and he basically teaches her how to be a hitman, and it's pretty cool, um, and like I said, much more of just a purebred action movie, with. A lot of fighting and a lot of cool stuff like that. So that's really all that I have to say about that. It's just a solid movie. Nice.
0: Um, Alright, my last one is The Adjustment Bureau. Holy cow, such a good movie. Um, It's Matt Damon, which I know you're kind of, like, iffy about, but he's really good, but it's Emily Blunt as well. Um, And basically, uh, they meet up and they, like, Kind of start to fall in love and stuff and the like angels I guess you could say um, they're the adjustment bureau they adjust how people live so that they've never their cro- their paths never cross and so like their paths um Emily blunt and Matt Damon were like never supposed to cross but then they do and then they like tell them like hey you can't do that and yada 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 uh, I don't want to give anything away about the movie outside of that but another just like really fun movie to watch. Uh, another one that I would highly recommend. Um super underrated. Um I don't know a lot of people that have seen it. Like everybody that I'm like um that, that they're like, oh yeah, I like watching movies. I'm like, oh well have you ever seen the Adjustment Bureau? They're like, no, I've never heard of it. And I'm like <laughs> Oh, you must hate movies. <laughs> you don't know anything about movies then. I can tell. Um yeah, that's like one of my go-tos a lot of times when people are like Oh, do you recommend any movies? Like, we're kind of feeling like a... Because it's kind of like a romance, but it has some action. Like, it's kind of like a blend of, like, everything. Kind of like your life. Uh, No.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sorry. Thanks Uh, for bringing it
0: out, man. Golly. Um, But, yeah, it's super good. Um, And just another one that's just really fun to watch. Yeah. And it's one of those that, like, when it gets to the end, you're like, it's over? Like, why? Why yeah, is it over? Yeah. Kind of like end time. That's when, such a good feeling. When, you know? when end time ended, I was like, I want more. Like, yeah. stop.
1: Yeah. When a movie gets to a point where it's like, oh, man, it's over? <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: That's really cool. And that's
1: how, that's how I felt
0: about several of these. Um, the, only, the, only, the, the only two that I would say that, like, when it was over, like, Memento is one that when it's over, you want to watch again, mm-hmm. but you don't really care if it keeps going.
1: Right. Like you're like... Yeah, no, that's a different feel.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like, whoa, what just happened? I need to watch this again. Not, whoa, that
1: was awesome, why is it ending? Right, because so. it's not necessarily like it needs a better conclusion. It's yeah. like it was so complicated that now I want to try and
0: understand the story better. I've, I've <laughs> seen that movie like three times, and I like just recently
1: feel like I understand what's right. happening. <laughs> Which is cool, because uh, I, I like being able to like analyze a movie and break it down over time. I just like to think about things like that. Well,
0: yeah, and in a few weeks, um, we're going to talk. So we talked about underrated movies. Um, We're going to talk about, in a few weeks, um, more about movies. Um, I'm trying to decide if I want to actually tell them what we're talking about. But we're going to be talking about movies in, in a few weeks, and I can't wait to talk about one of them because it's one... That I watched was like that was pretty good, and then I watched again, watched and like picked up on new things, yes. and I was like, that's even better now. Like I like this movie
1: even better than that, I already did. That is a perfect segue into the last movie on my list, which is a movie called Heather's, and it's been made into a musical. And if you guys haven't seen the original movie, maybe you've heard of this the uh, the musical, or maybe you've seen it. But the original movie was in the '80s, and it's a movie. It's very difficult to sit here and tell you the whole story because it is very complex. Like how we're talking about. Yeah. It appears at first to not be that complex, but once I watched it more than once, I started noticing all this stuff that just revealed more and more layers to what's going on. And it's just really cool. So a little bit about it. It's eighties movie. Winona Ryder's in it. She's the mom in stranger things, mm-hmm. but she's much younger because in the eighties, um, as opposed to Stranger Things, which is just fictionally in the eighties. Oh, it's you know? <laughs> so, not a documentary either. I'm no, so confused. Yeah. So anyway, Heather's is about um, it's about her. She's the main character, and pretty much not actually talking about the plot, but about like the progression of the story. What's going on is she is this girl who is basically under the control of this guy who like determines how she thinks and it's sort of parallel to like a spiritual journey like how you kind of decide who you are you have to decide what you give your allegiance to and stuff like that and so she um she starts dating this guy who is christian slater and he basically convinces her not to care about like if bad people die and it gets really intense and basically what they do is they kill a bunch of people that she goes to high school with and she gradually gets more and more roped into his way of thinking and he basically represents the devil and I didn't really understand a whole lot of the layering until later but um, she has to kind of overcome him and you know in a way overcome evil itself and choose something greater. And So that's kind of the story, and there's so many little aspects to it that's like she maybe makes a decision at one certain point that um, then affects something for the rest of the movie, and you didn't even really notice that what it just did was it showed you like, a mental decision that she had made through something that happened in the movie. Like, There's a really cool scene that I'll just talk about real briefly. There's a croquet scene where... Um, Winona Ryder's character is talking to this really, really nice girl who is um, super cool and chill as opposed to the other people in the movie that are called the Heathers and they're in like this clique at school and they're basically also evil. But they want Winona Ryder's character to be a part of their group and now she's hanging out with somebody who's actually really good. And so she makes a decision in the croquet game to croquet the good girl's ball like how you can in croquet but she could have chosen not to and when she does she hits that ball and then it goes like across the yard and because she chose to do that the heathers come like immediately in and they like take her off and like she's with them again so it's kind of weird it's like she makes a decision to not really care about somebody that she should care about and then that leads to her being more roped into the way of thinking that the bad people want her to think like, hmm. and so it's very
0: detailed yeah, It sounds, like that. It sounds interesting. It's very interesting, it, and it's intense. Yeah, I, it kind of honestly like the way that you were saying that, like how like a decision of basically affects how your life turns out. Um, it seems a lot like the Adjustment Bureau, like and at one point during the Adjustment Bureau, I, I'm I'm pretty sure that they like. Are able to like see like, hey, this is your progress, and like, if you make this decision, this is what this is gonna affect this and this and this in the mm-hmm. future, and it's like, and if you do this, then this and this and this and this will happen, and so like, kind of like a similar thing, um, but that sounds really good. Like I, you and Lindsay watched yeah. it, mm-hmm. not this past summer, but the one before last yeah. summer, your first summer at yeah. hey, Look Up. Yeah, because I remember walking in and being like, I have no idea what you're doing. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what this is. And you were like, Y'all were like you want to watch? No. I'm yeah, good. Thanks. No, that's, that's not really a movie you want to start in the middle. <laughs> thanks. I don't think I would want to start like most movies I haven't seen. Well, no. I don't, really I don't start I would, any movie in the middle. I was going to say, I definitely wouldn't want to start any of these movies in the middle. Heck no. But, all right, guys. Well, you know what time it is. It's not the end, but it is. It's time for Crisp
1: or Curdled
0: all right guys so today with crisper curdled we're gonna go through and kind of we only got five on here um we're gonna list five actors um basically say if we like them or not right that's what yeah they, so, so Chris
1: would be we like them curdled we don't but then after we say that we're going to identify a movie that we like, or maybe even one of our favorite movies that those actors star in, that is also a pretty underrated movie.
0: Yeah. Um, so, we'll just get right into it. Um, so, Bruce Willis, Christopher Curdled. Right. Three, two, one, Curdled. Crisp- oh,
1: what? Oh, he's so good. He's literally so good.
0: I Okay, so the the only reason I, I curdled him, and he it's the same reason that I could curdle probably half the people on this list is he just feels like he plays the same role. And, I
1: mean, like, I, I don't
0: see a lot of diversity. Like, he's fun to watch. Yeah. Like, all the movies I've ever seen him in, I'm like, yeah,
1: Bruce Willis. Super tough guy. <laughs> Super
0: tough guy beating up everybody. Yeah. Okay, I, I get it. You got anything else for me? Yeah. So that would be my biggest, like, complaint with him. But, like, I still like his stuff. Like, yeah. all these guys on here, I like... And we'll watch their stuff. I have nothing
1: against them. I just, he plays the same role, it feels like. Yeah, and I mean, he's an action star. Yeah. And um, for that reason, I think he does it really well. And he's actually one of my favorite actors. So I like him a lot. And um, I would say that one of my favorite Bruce Willis movies is, I don't know if you've seen this, I hope you have. It's a movie called Twelve Monkeys. I've it? heard of it. Oh, I, man. I have not it seen it. It's very cool. And I won't say a lot about it because I don't want to use up too much of you guys' time. Because we could talk about movies for six hours. And I, I, I could talk about movies for six hours myself. But
0: uh, Twelve Monkeys. <laughs> Great movie. Nice. Um, yeah, so my I'm going to go with uh, a movie that I know he hasn't heard of. Um, and it's called First Kill. Uh, and it's with Bruce Willis and Hayden Christensen. And if you know all anything, Hayden. If you know anything about Hayden Christensen, he gets a bunch of turds all over him. I don't like sand. Um, he he just he gets a bad rap because of the prequels of Star Wars, um, and I guess I get it.
1: The, they weren't the best movies, but look, I I don't hate on the prequels. I however I do thoroughly enjoy laughing at some of his acting in a fun way. I don't say he's like an idiot or anything, yeah. but his, nice voice. <laughs> his, his, Thanks act, for pointing it out. his acting in the prequels is questionable. But, yeah. Um, well, still, he's also pretty young in the prequels. Yeah, he is. And he's like a soap so, opera star at that point. So, um, yeah, you, you got to give him a little bit of uh, a little, bit but I've seen two
0: movies that are not the prequels like that he's in. Um, one is first kill, and the other one was, um, Shattered Glass. Um, Shattered Glass was pretty good. He didn't really have much of a role in that one. I mean, he's the main character, but, like, there was nothing. No, like, 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 no, he's, Interesting. The main, he's the main character, but, like, he didn't really, There, there wasn't, like, much acting, if that makes sense. Like, he was just playing, like, a normal guy.
1: So he didn't really do anything.
0: Correct. That's what I meant by that. Like, he didn't play a big role, like, he didn't have to, like, there wasn't, like, a ton of, like, character development or anything like that. Like, he was kind of stagnant. So he didn't really have to, like, do much for that character. We should have put him on this list. Um, yeah, we should have. Although... We're uh, talking about Bruce Willis. <laughs> yeah, right. Um. Anyways, so... Uh, it's him and Hayden Christensen, and basically the premise is... Um, he's a cop. Bruce Willis, I think, is a cop. And this guy is on Hayden Christensen's, like, land. Hmm. And... Um, is, like, threatening to kill his son or something like that. And Hayden Christensen ends up killing him. Killing like the guy that's, like, threatening his son or something like that. It's been a while since I've seen that. Interesting. I I did find that one, so it's over there. Um, When did it come out? 2017, 18. Really? It's 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 recent. recent. But it's one that I found. Okay, quick side note. One of my favorite things to do is to look in Redbox and find movies that nobody's ever heard of and watch them. I have found two or three of some of my favorite movies in the last few years that way. A movie called 222 is really good. Kind of like a Groundhog Day. I enjoyed that one a whole lot. First Kill was that way. Um, so I enjoyed doing that. Um, but yeah, First Kill was really good. Um, and there's some twists and stuff. And Hayden Christensen is actually really good in that one. Nice. I-, I liked him a lot in that one. Um, but yeah, Bruce Willis was also good in
1: that one. Cool. So Alright, next guy. So... Tom Cruise, crisp or curdled. Ready? Three, two, one. Crisp. Curdled. <laughs> I knew you were
0: gonna curdle him. I don't think we're ever gonna agree on a curdled. Uh, I mean, it's happened before. Uh, I'm sure it has, and I'm sure it will. All right, so Tom Cruise. Uh, I'll let you go. Why? Why do you think he's curdled? Well, I don't know. It's just like I feel like you you're about gets, to say the same get, thing
1: about that I said with Bruce Willis. Well, well, a little bit of that, but also like I don't know. You ever just watch something and you just get a feel for an actor, and it's like, eh, eh, eh. You know, I can see that. However, I don't have a whole lot of basis for why I would say curdled for Tom Cruise. He's just, I don't really, to be honest with you, I don't really like looking at him. <laughs> it's just, uh, not to be hateful or anything, it's yeah. just like, it's one of, one of those actors where it's like, I don't really want to watch you talk. But <laughs> Why are you here? <laughs> but um, there's a great movie that Tom Cruise stars in, it's an 80's movie that probably not a lot of people have heard of if if you say what
0: I'm gonna say I would be shocked it's called Legend (laughs) no we're good wait Legend you're talking about like the one with the the devil looking dude yes Mm -hmm. I I almost I almost bought that like recent here recently because I I I think I was with you at the record shop and you were like yes that record is really good and it's not worth a hundred dollars or something like that what was I talking about the
1: legend. Well, they didn't soundtrack. have soundtrack. Or you know were it. looking for it or something. Or... No, I I think what I was saying is I own that record and the record for the soundtrack to legend is really rare. And mm, it's, that's what it's it was, the most yeah. valuable record that I have. It's not even that valuable, it's like worth a hundred bucks. But that's more than like yeah. a normal record would be. Yeah. So um, anyway, it's a good movie, and it's, like, a fantasy movie, and it's really strange. It's about unicorns. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so, that's, like, the main Tom Cruise movie that I enjoy. Interesting. I think he's girdled, uh curdled I think he's crisp. You think he's <laughs> Yes, I swayed <laughs> you. Dang it!
0: Um, I think he's crisp, but that's because of his older movies. Here recently, I, yeah. I another one, I, I he does feel like he plays the same role in every movie Yeah. that Mission Impossible like he can't do it and he somehow does Yeah, yeah. type of dude his older movies though he's not like that I'm like dude when did you stray away from what you were doing back in the 80s because those were so good you yeah. had like Top Gun you had um, you had movies like uh, uh, Jerry Maguire um, you know stuff like that yeah. and I'm like man th- like those are some good stuff now the one I'm gonna talk about that I think is underrated and you probably haven't even heard of is a movie called Cocktail no, I don't know. I have the movie, like the D V D, found it at a pawn shop, still in the saran wrap, which is crazy. Um, because I haven't seen it in like a Walmart or anything. Um, but then I also found the record when we were at that record shop that one day. Hmm. Um and um it's just another one it's just it's a lot of fun. Um and he's like he's a bartender, so yeah. he's like kinda of tossing drinks around and and it's just it was fun. I don't remember like a whole 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 lot about it. Um, other than I I remember enjoying it. So cool. Tom Hanks. Alright. Alright. Crisp or curdled. Three, two, one, crisp. What <laughs> like the
1: I'm sorry. How? I'm sorry. How are you gonna curdle <laughs> Tom
0: Hanks? I'm sorry. I can understand Tom Cruise. <laughs> Tom Hanks is cool. Just he's like in one of some the,
1: movies. <laughs> he's like
0: one of the most like diverse out of everybody on this list.
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, he is. <laughs> just a lot of his movies, just for whatever reason, just aren't my favorite. However, I have a really good underrated movie for Tom Hanks. It's a movie about um the making of Mary Poppins. It's a movie called Saving Mr. Banks. Yeah, I've heard of it. I yeah. haven't seen it. And yeah. He plays one of the main characters in that, and it is very good. So, he does a great job in that movie, and I don't know, it's just like, the only reason I would say Curdled is because, um, I don't know, I have a little bit of a tendency to not enjoy a lot of, like, super mainstream movies, and just kind of mainstream things in general. And And Tom
0: Hanks is too mainstream. He's a
1: little bit mainstream, to be honest with you, (laughs) but... Everybody can dump on me for saying that, but... Yeah, dump on him! (laughs) But,
0: um, I mean, he does have some good movies, and... I'm gonna be completely honest. I'm trying to remember what my, um, movie was for him. There's several that I like. Um, I think I'm gonna stick with what I originally... Which, it's not super underrated. Um, uh, but yeah, I think he's great. I think he's easily, like, one of the more, like, diverse. Um, so... I think his most more more underrated because I had never heard of it until somebody like said something about it and he was, it was actually one of my um former like bosses he was like hey have you ever heard of this movie it's called Big and I was like no what is it about and he was like it's Tom Hanks and he's like a little kid that wishes he was big like a, an adult <laughs> and that's and and so that's what it's about is like this kid that becomes like an adult, like, overnight, basically. And so now he's like, whoa, this is so cool. And nice. it's it, another one. It's just a lot of fun to watch. Nice. And it's um, from the 1988, so... I should get more into Tom Hanks' stuff. Yeah. His, there's, admittedly, there's a lot of things again, by him that I Tom haven't Cruise seen. Tom Cruise and Tom Hanks, some of their older stuff is so good. No, I don't doubt that at all. Bruce Willis,
1: I'm sure, as well. So, all right, the next one. All right. So, next one is Sylvester Stallone. All right. Three, two, one. Chris, mm. uh, you, you seem kind of unsure. No,
0: uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like in the middle with him. Again, he's one of those, just like him and the next guy on the list. I, I feel like they play very similar roles in every movie.
1: Well, a lot of these um, guys do that because they're good at one thing and they do it really well.
0: Yeah, and
1: Sylvester Stallone is like your man's man. Like I he feel is, like he he always plays those roles. He is, and he. He also, you know, plays the role of the guy that will destroy you, you know, because yeah. he's Rocky and he's Rambo, and those are probably his most well-known roles, and I love... For the, sure. I love both of those series, especially Rocky. I think me and a lot of other males in America have grown up watching Rocky, and it is a phenomenal series, especially the first movie. And, yeah, so I, I always will have a nostalgia for his movies, especially Rambo and Rocky. So, I like... I like his acting. I think he's a very, like, what's the word? Like, endearing character to watch a lot of the times because he doesn't always play, like, a typical, like, I'm gonna go and, you know, kill you type of guy. He's more like, he's he's less like Bruce Willis in that way and he's more like a character that you kind of get to know a little bit and it's yeah. like, oh, this guy's got some sort of weird background. Like That's he, fair. He, he, like, Rocky, you know, is a little bit of a, not the most social guy ever and, rambo has, yeah, yeah yeah and rambo has a lot of um he's got a lot of skill with you know tactical stuff but he also has to deal with a lot of stuff with ptsd and um, yeah i think the
0: it kind of gives like a more humanist he's, like he's, he's, he's a seems, he's a human whereas bruce willis like you, you see like more die hard and he's like yeah like nothing can destroy
1: me so sylvester stallone's like a tank with feelings
0: yeah. <laughs> so for that reason, I think he's pretty crisp. It's like if uh, Disney got, you know, and you they have cars, they have planes, now they, they start a movie called Tanks. Yeah. You know, so and that's as... just alone would be like the leading role. Yeah, he's the maker. Um But yeah, okay, so my more underrated, which
1: isn't really underrated. Oh shoot, I didn't even say like You're my good. actual underrated one. You can say it. And just Real fast. Go for it. Rambo Last Blood. <laughs> so that came out a couple of days ago and I uh, went to see it. Well, a couple of days ago for us, this will be... Uh, well, it came out a week ago for us. It'll be like... A almost, couple days, a week, whatever. It'll be like a month by the time this episode <laughs> yeah. comes out. So it came out a while ago, and I went to see it, and I enjoyed it a lot. However, it's not getting the best reviews, which is no surprise because it's just an, it's it's just an action just a, movie, a, a, and it's yeah. like the, the billionth in the series, So, but it's great. I yeah. enjoyed it a lot. I plan on seeing it probably Tuesday,
0: maybe tomorrow if I have time. You should. It's so good. But I plan on seeing it this week. Sorry, go ahead. Um, but yeah, so mine underrated it's not really underrated i don't think but i do think it's underappreciated and that's creed so we have rocky the rocky series is always like so hyped up and like you know everybody knows about rocky but i feel like we haven't talked much about creed and those movies are just as good i I think they're like creed 2 like, there was several times that my heart was like beating so fast, and I was like, "Holy cow, like this is, this is amazing." Um, I saw both of those in theaters, and yeah, I mean, well worth your time.
1: Yeah, great movies.
0: And it's one and what I like about them is it's okay if you haven't seen any of the Rocky movies. That's true, but if you have it, it adds to it. Absolutely. So all right, Samuel L. Jackson, CRISPR curdled. <laughs> Three, two, one. Chris, cruddled. why? 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 Tell me. I want to know. I, I genuinely just... I don't know. I... I don't know. I think it goes, hey, it goes back to it, the same thing. Like, I, he, he, he just, like... He doesn't impress me as an actor because so he... you value diversity a lot. I do. Like, that's why... Which is understandable. This, this guy right here... The next guy on the list. The next person on the list is great. Yeah. No, yeah My favorite true. person who you don't know much about, I love him. Jake Gyllenhaal. Mm. He's great because his characters. He goes from Mysterio to playing a teenager in, um, in like, uh, like the end of the world type of thing, um, the day after tomorrow, to like, Playing a camera guy that just wants his start in the world, you know, like, and it's just like, like he just he feels so much more diverse than some of the like kind other like, guys. Kind
1: of like how you you want your start in the movie business because you're working at Regal, exactly, <laughs> and because I own so many movies. Right. Um, I think Samuel L. Jackson is pretty crisp because. Um, I like the diversity in his acting because he's in Tarantino stuff and he's in Marvel stuff and he's in so many cool things. Like just in my opinion, I think he is really good at being the character that he usually is in Tarantino stuff. Actually, I can't even say that because he has a lot of diversity in what he does for Tarantino too. Like he's he's like an intimidating super tough guy in pulp fiction. And, and what in, what is he in uh in Marvel? In Marvel, yeah. What he's um Nick Fury. Nick Fury, yeah. Who
0: is a kind of
1: well, I mean, super he is tough. That, you know, is like, a
0: completely different universe. Well, and I agree, but yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like he he literally, like as close as you can get to being like, all
1: right, you know, I could play this role, but but you know,
0: like this is my safe spot.
1: Yeah. No, sure. And I think he's good at that role. Yeah. But I do appreciate the two different like, types of settings where he's playing that role, at least. He is also, like, a super old guy in Django, and he's similarly, like, an old, tough guy in The Hateful Eight, and he does a lot of cool stuff. Um, he's just a solid dude, and I like his acting. And I think he does a good job. So crisp What me. movie? What movie? Um, what are you talking about?
0: Underrated. Like what movie oh, would his, underrated. his like,
1: underrated movie be?
0: Um, oh, you told me what it was going to be. I, did I? Now I don't remember. <laughs> you, you, you said that you were probably going to look back at the prequels.
1: Yes, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I always forget about that. Yeah, so he's Mace Windu in the prequels for Star Wars. Oh, so, Mace Windu. Oh, Mace. So um, we were already talking about the prequels a little bit because of Hayden. But um, episode three, Revenge of the Sith is probably what I would say is my most, in my opinion, the most I underrated Samuel means. Jackson movie. I think he does a great job. and See, he, and I think that's one of his more more diverse, but he's still like,
0: like, the same type of like, he's no, just I like agree. the go-to guy. Now, I will say, the movie that I, I chose with him, uh, I, I chose Kingsman, I feel like he's more, like, that is out of his comfort zone. Because he, if you've ever seen that movie, he's kind of like the like, Like he's like, kind of tough, I guess. But like, that's not like the role he like portrays. He's kind of like a like a flow in like, oh, what's up? Like how how's it going? Type of thing instead of like the you gonna die today.
1: Yeah, right. Which is what he usually does. Yeah,
0: and so um, yeah, so Kingsman would be my underrated movie for him. Um, Is that movie underrated? That's for you to decide. But um, yeah. All right, so the last guy so we got on one this. more and,
1: and i just i just
0: added it because i was like man i can think of so many
1: underrated movies yeah. by him all right so leonardo dicaprio Oh man, three two one Chris. no i'm just kidding yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> i just wanted to see
0: your reaction and the moment that you said Chris and saw like curd like come out of my mouth you were like what? <laughs> like, like your facial expression completely changed. That was fantastic. Thank yeah. you for that. Leo was great. I've had, like... He's incredible, yeah. I, <laughs> I think you have a crush on
1: him. Uh, just a little bit. Not as much as I do Jake Gyllenhaal, but... I used to be bit. unsure about how I felt about him, just because I thought... um, Like, before I saw a lot of his really awesome movies, I thought that he was typically just portrayed as the pretty guy, <laughs> and mm-hmm. then I saw him do a lot of other stuff where that's clearly not the purpose of him being in the movie yeah and i really respect his role in a lot of the tarantino stuff like he does a phenomenal job in django he does an incredible job in once upon a time in hollywood and um i would say my most underrated movie for him i'm sorry if i'm stealing this from you but shutter island no you're not you're so good that's a great movie and like, i was, I was gonna
0: i was gonna mention
1: it is that typically thought of as a horror movie
0: Thriller. I'd put very it. I'd put yeah. it. It's classified. I think horror thriller, but, yeah, but I think movies. it's more thriller than it. Is. I don't think. I don't find it very scary, but I don't find a yeah, lot of well, things very scary. So yeah, like so, movie wise. So that's a good one. That one. Yeah, that one's super good. Um, so yeah, for sure. Crisp. I was joking earlier, um, and most underrated movie in my opinion, which I was gonna put for Tom Hanks because Tom Hanks is also in this movie, but decided to add Leonardo DiCaprio to the list last minute, just so that I could say this movie, uh, catch me if you can. Hmm. Have you ever seen that? I have not. Based on a true story about a guy that, um, I actually did a speech in class about the real guy, um, but he's, it's based on a real con artist, and he conned people. He was an airline pilot or something like that. Um, he, I can't remember all three of the jobs that he did, um, but he did like t- two or three different jobs and he forged like, um, like paychecks, um, and paid himself that way and, and like was able to fly and w- did all this stuff. And because it was like, because all this happened like back before like the FBI had all these like records and stuff, he was able to get away with like all of it. Wow. And finally got arrested, but then when he got arrested, um, the FBI was like, you know what? There's gonna be more people like you out here. So then he gets hired on at, from like as an FBI agent. Um, the and this is a true story and stuff. Uh, it's based on a true story. I don't know how accurate the movie actually is, but like from what I read for my speech, several like most of it was fairly accurate. Um, but Leonardo DiCaprio portrays the guy. Um, That's dope. Super good movie. Um, t- I, yeah, that one's super underrated as well and could have easily been on my list um but I chose not to let it be on my list because yeah nice I thought I'd bring it up eventually so but yeah so um that has been all of it I know this is a little bit longer than our normal episodes but but like
1: like I said earlier we can talk
0: about movies all day
1: if you guys would like yeah but you probably wouldn't listen to that so we'll we'll keep it at like 53 minutes for you
0: yeah something something along those lines and some of this I think we're gonna end up like trimming down a little bit (laughs) maybe a little bit Um, but yeah so that's it for us Um, I'm Preston and I'm Jake and this has been Milk It peace